Time now for Kings Talk. Oh, it's sported between the pads. Where you, the listeners, call in with your comments and questions after every Kings game. Tell us what's on your mind. Call us at 877-KINGS-20. That's 877-KINGS-20. We'll also take a look at the stars of the game, game highlights, and the out-of-town scoreboard. It's time for Kings Talk, right here on the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Welcome back, Kings fans. I am Jesse Cohen. You're listening to Kings Talk. We're taking your questions and comments all night. Call in 877-KINGS-20. That's 877-KINGS-20. As always, we have trivia questions for you. Uh, So we're going to start off right now with the first one. The LA Kings played an outdoor game at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas on September 27th, 1991. Can you tell me who was the opponent for that game? Call in 877-KINGS-20, 877-KINGS-21 to know what you think of this incredible Kings team right now. They win yet again on the road, 4-0 and on this most recent road trip, 7-0 and to start the season. You heard Daryl and Nick talk about what an incredible run it has been for the Kings to start this season on the road. Andre Kopitar, two points, including his 400th goal. He ties Luke Robitaille for most points, uh, or second most points, excuse me, in LA Kings history. Three stars of the game. Let's go ahead and take a look at them. William Carlson, the third star of the game for the Golden Knights, the lone goal. Second star of the game, Adrian Kempe, a goal and an assist in this one for number nine. We heard him talking about uh, his shot earlier in the pregame show. And your number one star of the game, uh, the number two star of last week in net, Cam Talbot. Looked like he might get his second consecutive shutout. Uh, it was not to be Vegas scores late in the game, but stopping 37 of 38 shots. Zach Dooley joined me in the first intermission. We talked about that first period being a low event game, which, as Zach said, is sort of a polite way of saying boring. The second and third periods of that game, not boring at all. Five goals total scored in those two periods. Um, the Kings really handling their own and playing exactly like the team that we have seen them be uh, to start this season on the road. Todd McClellan spoke in the pregame show about the importance of depth and the importance of being able to roll four lines and that contributing to the wins. We heard from uh, Captain Andre Kopitar talking about how the team did not need to focus too much on line matchups early in the season. Cam Talbot talked about the benefit, especially on the road, of having four lines. And tonight... That top line, Andre Kopitar, Adrian Kempe, and Quentin Byfield skated 12 minutes, 31 seconds together at 5-on-5. The second line, Trevor Moore, Philip Deneau, and Arthur Kaliev, they skated 11 minutes, 16 seconds together at even strength. The third line, 10 minutes, 51. The fourth line, 9 minutes, 13. So not as even as it was against that Philadelphia squad in the previous game, but still a pretty good rotation of forward lines in a strong win over the Vegas Golden Knights again. Taking your questions and comments, 877-KINGS-20, 877-KINGS-20. Let's hear some of those goals to start off the night. I had said at one point that I thought that this game was going to be decided on a fluky uh, goal. I assumed it would bounce off of somebody's body part. There was a bounce off a of body part, but Adrian Kempe knocked in uh, that puck after it uh, bounced off of a Golden Knight shin pad to open the scoring. Oh, and I have turned the volume down again. Matara backhander block. Martinez sends it around the boards. Spence with it. Spence for Byfield. Byfield hands it off. Kopitar to Spence. A blast. Save. Score! Kempe on the rebound. 
Oh, a great shift for the Kopitar line. They get rewarded. Adrian Kempe bangs home the rebound for the game's first goal, and it comes at 11.30 of the second period, and the Kings have a lead, one nothing. Tim from Upland, are you there? I am here. How are you doing tonight, Tim? I am doing great, Jesse. Wonderful game. Um, really, I was uh, commenting to my daughter that you know this this may be the best Kings team we've ever had. I mean, every line is clicking, every defense pairing is clicking. The goaltending, which was such a uh, question mark, has has been just phenomenal. So I I just am excited as this season rolls on. Tim, I got to ask, when you start using phrases like the best Kings team we've ever had, I just have to ask how how long you've been a Kings fan. Because I don't think you're that far I'm, off, but I'm curious. No, no, I, I was a Kings fan before they even had Rogie Vashon. Oh, wow, okay. Back I, so <laughs> so you know from your Kings teams. I, I, I could talk in very great detail about all of their best teams, but uh, and this one would stack up. I mean, I would say the one team I would compare it to would be the team in 1991 when they won their only division title. Mm-hmm. But uh, And they had Gretzky. But <laughs> yes, we yes, have they so did. much more depth right now and and much more uh, emphasis on the defensive game. So that, that to me is, you know, they're getting the goals, they're getting the goals ending, and it's just exciting to watch. Then, Tim, in that case, uh, you probably will know the answer to tonight's first trivia question. Did you want to take a stab at that? Oh, of course I know the answer to that. (laughs) It was was the New York Rangers. It was. And uh, for extra bonus points, do you remember who won that game? The Kings won it. I believe it was 5-2. It was. Well done, Tim. Uh, if you'd like to come to a future Kings game, go ahead and uh, leave your name and contact info with our board op. We'll go ahead and get you tickets to that game. Tim, I appreciate you calling in. Nick from Apple Valley. Nick, are you there? Yes, hi. How are you doing tonight, Nick? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing excellent. I'm always doing well when the Kings win, not so much when the Kings lose. Um, they go 4-0 and on the on the most recent road trip. They're back home tomorrow night. Nick, what do you think about how this team's been playing lately? My gosh, they're on fire, Jesse. It's been incredible to listen to. Um, I don't really get to watch very much because I'm at work all the time, but listening on iHeartRadio has been amazing. Listening to uh, Nick and Dale been phenomenal this team is on fire uh, hey uh do were you able to listen or watch tonight i actually got to watch tonight yeah <laughs> excellent uh would you like to nominate a player or a play for the play of the game or player of the game uh let's go with uh pl dubois on that third period goal in the beginning of the third period Nice insurance goal from the Kings' newest uh, acquisition, Pierre-Luc Dubois. I do like that. Now, we've given out uh, one trivia question already. Would you like to take a stab at the second question? Uh, sure. I'm, I'm a pretty new Kings fan. So oh, all right. Well, I'm gonna do, but I'll try. <laughs> so uh, before the creation of the Vegas Golden Knights, the Kings used to play a preseason game in Las Vegas called Frozen Fury. The first Frozen Fury was back in 1997 for a chance to win tickets to an upcoming Kings game. Nick, can you tell me who the first opponent for the Kings was in that first Frozen Fury game? 
I got about a one in thirty-one chance. Um, <laughs> that is true. Well, I was one in one in what twenty-nine. 20, I think yes. <laughs> um, Although technically, I don't think Minnesota, Columbus, Nashville, and uh, Atlanta or the Jets existed at the time. So one in twenty-four, maybe. <laughs> New NHL fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go with the Philadelphia Flyers. That is Why incorrect, <laughs> Nick, but we appreciate you uh, calling in. We appreciate you listening and watching when you can. Um, again, the Kings win 4-1 to one over the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. An incredible performance by the Kings. They go 4-0 and on the road. We had heard of that goal from uh, Adrian Kempe. Later in the second period, Trevor Moore scored to make it 2 to nothing for your L.A. Kings. And here is Deneau, the veteran to Moore, to Deneau, hammers it around the wall, Kaliev on the right wing boards, in the corner to Byfield, Byfield holding on, Byfield out up high to Spence, Spence along the blue line to Deneau, for Spence with a shot, tip score! Might have been tipped by Trevor Moore, just off to the left of Aiden Hill. It's a power play goal. With 4.02 left here in the second period. And the Kings are up 2-0. That goal gave the Kings a 2-0 lead. And uh, Trevor Moore and Andre Kopitar seem to be pacing each other all year long. That was Trevor Moore's seventh goal of the season. That gave him a lead over Andre Kopitar in goals for the team. But, of course, later in the game, Andre Kopitar would tie it up. Nick nominated Pierre-Luc Dubois and his goal uh, to make it 3 to nothing as the play of the game. And I, uh, I think it's definitely a strong contender. Always, when you have a two-goal lead, you want to get that third goal. And so a nice moment from Pierre-Luc Dubois to get a goal to put the Kings up 3 to nothing. Kings on their fourth power play. They are one of three tonight. They've got a 2 nothing lead. Win the draw. Right side. Kempe. A shot pass blocked. Loose puck. Score! Dubois! The Kempe shot was deflected behind the net. Came off the end dasher right in front of Dubois who tapped it in. Power play goal LA. Dubois and the Kings are up 3 nothing. Now it was a little bit later that I started thinking, oh my gosh, I wonder if Cam Talbot is going to pick up a second uh, shutout in two games. It was not to be, of course, uh, Eric Carlson, or excuse me, William Carlson, scoring uh, on uh, assists from Mark Stone and Alex Pietrangelo to give the uh, Vegas Golden Knights their first goal of the game. It was 3-1 to one then, was going down to the wire, and uh, there were a few moments, I'm not going to lie, where I got a little white-knuckled, a little clutching my, uh, my collar, but Andre Kopitar scored into an empty net his 400th career goal and second point of the night. Right side, Petrangelo shot blocked. Byfield broke a stick and there to clear it down. Empty net. A goal! Andre Kopitar, the empty net goal for career goal number 400. He becomes the fourth player in franchise history to score 400 goals, joining Luke Robitaille, Marcel Dion, and Dave Taylor. Number 400. For Andre Kopitar to put this one on ice, 4-1 L.A. And this might be confirmation bias or recency bias or whatever you want to call it, but it just feels to me like every time there's a national game, uh, there winds up being some sort of goal that you'd want to see highlights with uh, the Kings announcer calling it. I think Quentin Byfield's first game 
Her first goal might have been a TNT game or ESPN game. I don't remember. So don't worry. We will have uh, the highlight of that goal out with Nick's call on it, uh, if not later tonight, probably sometime tomorrow. It's I uh, just looked at the clock and realized it's 10 past 10 o'clock tonight. So I probably won't be putting that together before I go to bed tonight. But tomorrow you'll be able to see that replay of Andre Kopitar scoring goal number 400 Set to the sound of Nick Nixon. We're going to take our first break here. When we come back, we'll dive into some numbers from tonight's game. You're listening to King's Talk on the LA Kings Audio Network here on iHeartRadio. We return to King's Talk, your post-game reaction to LA Kings hockey. Call 877-KINGS-20 on the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Welcome back, Kings fans. I am Jesse Cohen. You're listening to Kings Talk. Go ahead, get your questions, comments in, 877-KINGS-20, 877-KINGS-20. I know you're out there. Uh, We've got some trivia questions. We'll be giving out tickets to an upcoming Kings game if you get those questions right. We are going to take a look, as I said, at some numbers on the night. You heard Daryl Evans talking about it uh, during the broadcast. Um, 13 shot attempts for Adrian Kempe tonight. Uh, an outstanding night for him. He gets that first goal of the game. Joe from the South Bay, are you there, Joe? I'm here. How are you doing tonight, Joe? I'm great. How are you doing, Jesse? I'm great. Were you watching on TNT or listening here on iHeart? Listen on iHeart. All right. Thoughts on tonight's game? Uh, so you were asking about player of the game, and yes. I'm going to go off the board. Go off the board a little bit, and uh, just from listening and from reading people's comments who are watching the game, Jordan Spence seemed to have a really good game tonight, it appeared. Uh, I thought that Jordan Spence had an excellent game tonight, Joe. I will agree with you on that one. I like that pick very much. Um, Jordan Spence is one of those players that I brought privately and behind closed doors when I was watching practice, talking with uh, Jim Fox, Dennis Bernstein, everybody assembled at practice. I've been speaking very highly of Jordan Spence for a long time now, and I'm wishing that I had been more public with it um, because no one's going to believe me now that, of course, he's playing well. But um, thoughts on Jordan Spence uh, in his entire season so far, Joe? Oh, well, you know, I I can only listen on the radio because – I'm working at night, gotcha. so I can't really watch. <clears throat> but uh, just uh, just from the comments, just what I have seen in highlights, uh, he he has the ability to control that, that point out there and make some moves that we haven't really seen from uh, King's defenseman and in a, in a while that I can think of. Uh, so definitely looking forward to watching. The, I won tickets, so I'm going to see him in person coming up here pretty soon. So love to uh, hear it. Yeah, looking forward to seeing him in action. Well, he had eight uh, shot attempts uh, generated by himself tonight. Two assists, uh, those first two goals from Jordan Spence. A really strong showing from a young defenseman who has uh, looked better every game. You know, we talk about Quentin Byfield, and the phrase is this, Byfield's best game in a Kings uniform so far. It keeps getting repeated after every game. If it weren't for Quentin Byfield, I think we'd be spending a lot more time talking about Jordan Spence. Good 15 minutes, 37 <laughs> seconds tonight. Yeah. All strength. Yeah, I think you're I think you're right. And also Talbot. Talbot's getting a lot of uh, yes. know, <laughs> yes. <very> well, too. <laughs> yeah, Quentin Byfield and, uh, and Cam Talbot stealing all the shine from their teammates. But we played a lot of quotes from Cam Talbot in the pregame tonight, Joe, and he did uh, exactly what you'd want him to do, which is uh, deflect that credit and give him to his teammates. We appreciate the call, Joe. Keep on listening to well, L.A. Wait, Kings wait, wait, Hockey. Wait, 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 hold on. 
Oh, do sorry, I, sorry. Oh, do I do I get a child of trivia question? Oh, sure. Uh, who was the Kings' first opponent in the first Frozen Fury game back in 1997? That would be the Colorado Avalanche. That is correct, Joe. Go ahead and uh, and give your uh, contact info to the uh, the board up, and we appreciate you calling cool. Eddie from Fontana. Eddie, are you there? Hey, what's up, Jesse? How you doing? I'm right Good, here with Eddie. my wife Jennifer. I- Oh, hello, Jennifer. We were driving to San Diego that one time. Yep, she's right here. <laughs> I hope yeah, you guys aren't driving back to San Diego. No, no, this was already weeks ago. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, we just wanted to call in. and It was awesome to see Kopi get his 400. Talbot did great. It's, I don't know, it's amazing. Yeah, just the way they've been coming together and just kind of gelling as a team. You know, they, they said at the beginning that they just needed mediocre goaltending. Well, I think Talbot's been exceeding that so far, and it's been showing in the results. Now, I take it you are both Kings fans. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're also Ontario Reign season pass holders. Oh, excellent. Well, Ontario, unfortunately, they lost in overtime tonight, but Brant Clark scored late in the third to make it 3-3. Yeah, we've seen that. We she she was streaming it on her phone while we were watching the game on TNT. So <laughs> real Kings fans. So let me ask you this because I uh, have always wondered how this works um, in a relationship with two people who are fans of the same team. What happens if one of you likes a player and the other one doesn't? Well, we like them all. Okay, the all right, good is, answer. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, the exception is on the uh, on the Ontario Reign. I'm always right. <laughs> of no. course, Jennifer. On the of course. Rain, yeah, well, on the Ontario Reign, Dodie uh, is her boyfriend, so I I can't agree with her on that. So, well, in that case, since you guys are uh, Kings fans and Rain fans, I will give you the third uh, trivia question for the night. Give you guys a chance to win tickets uh, to an upcoming Kings game. Jonathan Quick is a three-time Stanley Cup winner, having won the cup with both the LA Kings and the Vegas Golden Knights. Eddie and Jennifer, can okay. you name the only other goaltender to play for both the Kings and the Golden Knights? And I'll give you a hint, also the Ontario Reign. Oh, shit, was it? It's not Peterson, is it? No, it is, it's, um, it is come not. On. No, the goalie, the goalie. Corpus Arvo. Uh No, I'll give you one more hint because I like you guys so much. Uh, he is also a DJ who performs under the name Bucky Cheds. Oh my god! Oh my god! We should know this. Um, Bucky Chez. Oh my god! Performed at Coachella. Performed at Coachella under Bucky Chez. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It was. Um, it's not Peterson. It's not Corpus Follow. Then it has to be. Oh, my gosh. We're drawing a blank. All right. That's fine. I'm going to cut you off, but you guys give your contact info to the board up. I'm going to go ahead and give you tickets to an upcoming game. The answer was Garrett Sparks. Oh, heck yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no oh, problem. Man, that is awesome. Thanks so much, Jess. Appreciate Eddie, Jennifer, it, thank we you very much for calling in. Thanks for being huge Kings fans and Reigns fans. And as long as we're talking about the rain, let's go ahead and play the goals from that game. Martin Kromiak scored to start the scoring for the Ontario Reign, tying the game at one. It away. Elden by Krieger, long shot, sticked away by Volalta, and now centering feed, high slot, Rain settle it down. Kromiak shoots, scores! Martin Kromiak from the high slot beats Volalta. That is Josh Schaefer on the call there for that goal for your Ontario Rain. Martin Kromiak scoring to tie it one to one. The Rain were not done. Tyler Madden scored as well. They shouldn't be. Uh, they're turning the puck over and. 
You're just fighting it a little bit. Off the draw, scrum for the puck, picked up by the rain and sent down behind the net for TJ Tynan. Turns, tried to center, and they score! Tyler Madden chipped it over Volalta, and it somehow found its way in. The rain have an almost immediate response, and we're right back where we started this third period. That was Jared Schaffrin and Josh Schaefer on the call for that goal. Tying it up late in the third period to give the rain a 3-3 tie was Brant Clark on a very nice shot based on the highlight that I saw. Deep for Maltsev. Cross for Tynan. Behind the net for Maltsev. To the right side. Clark's shot kicked out by Volalta. Rebound right back to Clark for Maltsev in the corner. Back for Clark. Shoots and scores! Brant Clark on the 5-on-3 power play. Ties this thing up. It's 3-3 with 9.50 to play in the period and plenty of power play time. That again, Josh Schaefer on the call there. Josh and Jared do an excellent job on the Rain Check, the podcast of the Ontario Rain. You can find that at lakings.com slash podcast. If you want to be like Eddie and Jennifer and follow the Rain as well as the Kings, I recommend you check it out. Josh and Jared do an excellent job. Of course, Jared contributes as well to LAKingsInsider.com. Both of them filled in for me when I was uh, out with COVID. So uh, like both Josh and Jared very much, obviously. I actually share an office with Jared Schaffern, um, like both of them tremendously. So the Ontario Reign unfortunately lose 4-3 to three in overtime to the Tucson Roadrunners. But your LA Kings, a 4-1 to one win over the Vegas Golden Knights, handing the Vegas Golden Knights their second loss in regulation on the season. Adrian Kempe, his fifth. Trevor Moore, his seventh. Pierre-Luc Dubois, his fourth. Andre Kopitar, his seventh of the year and 400th. Of his career, and I was thinking about this earlier this week, thinking back to that 2005 NHL draft when Andre Kopitar was selected 11th overall by your LA Kings, and I'm, I was thinking how many players are still active from that draft? How many players taken in between Andre Kopitar and Sidney Crosby, who was selected first that year? How many of those players would those teams uh, like to have back? It's obviously been a topic of conversation plenty over the years. Luke Bourdon uh, taken 10th by Vancouver. Brian Lee, 9th by Ottawa. Devin Setaguchi, 8th by San Jose. Jack Skilly, 7th by Chicago. Gilbert Brule, famously 6th by Columbus. Carey Price by Montreal. He had himself a decent career. Benoit Pouliot, 4th by Minnesota. Jack Johnson, former King Jack Johnson, and Devin Setaguchi for that matter. Jack Johnson selected third by Carolina, and Bobby Ryan selected second overall by the Anaheim Ducks. And I remember being so terrified as those ping-pong balls were falling, because obviously everybody knew Sidney Crosby was going to be available to be drafted by whoever picked uh, first. And it came down to Anaheim and Pittsburgh, and when that reveal was made that it was Pittsburgh with the number one overall pick and not Anaheim, I'm not sure I could have been happier, And uh, but gosh, just think. Anaheim, Carolina, Minnesota, Montreal, Columbus, Chicago, San Jose, Ottawa, and Vancouver all passed on an opportunity to draft Andre Kopitar, who scored his 400th goal as an L.A. King tonight, just the fourth player in team history to do that. We are going to take another break here when we come back. Some final thoughts on the game. More of your calls, 877-KINGS-20, 877-KINGS-20. You're listening to Kings Talk on the L.A. Kings Audio Network here on iHeartRadio. 
We return to Kings Talk, your post-game reaction to L.A. Kings hockey. Call 877-KINGS-20 on the L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. Welcome back, Kings fans. I am Jesse Cohen. You're listening to Kings Talk, taking your questions, calls, and comments. 877-KINGS-20, 877-KINGS-20. Your Kings defeat the Vegas Golden Knights 4-1 to at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Jacob from Costa Mesa is on the line. Jacob, how are you doing tonight? Oh, Jesse, how can you feel anything but stellar tonight? I mean, what <laughs> a great, excellent what a great team. Right? <laughs> uh, you uh, wanted to talk about the depth of the team. We heard Todd McClellan in the pregame show praising it, Cam Talbot praising it, Andre Kopitar praising it. It came in huge tonight again, Jacob. Yeah, it just it never felt like we were at a at a disadvantage. Vegas is obviously a strong team and line after line, shift after shift, it just felt like the same in- intensity was there and I don't know, it just I got an early morning at work tomorrow, but I just can't you know, how can you rest as cool as as a win like that on on national television. Yeah, it's a problem I'm having in this new role uh, hosting Kingstock is that I wind up going home after these wins and I have all these, you know, just little pieces of work to do before I call it a night. And uh, yeah, I just want to stay up and talk to people about the win all night long. But of course, I've gone home. The show is over. Jacob, uh, would you like to nominate a player or play of the game from tonight's game? Oh, I mean, you could say a good thing about everyone, but, you know, if we're going to talk to the depth, uh, I really appreciated Lazat's game tonight. No, he didn't show up too much on the score sheet, but he was always grinding in both zones, played a full 200-foot game, and I don't know, he the centerpiece. Yeah, there was a shift. Uh, I don't remember which period it was, Jacob, but there was a shift where the fourth line hemmed Vegas in for a while, then wound up taking... Uh, an icing call uh, against Vegas because of the pressure they had put on them. And I just remember thinking, if the Kings are able to score as a result of this icing call, they didn't. I think it was might have been in the first period because I think it was still 0-0. But I remember thinking, mm-hmm. what an incredible shift by that fourth period. Um, Jacob, did you happen to listen to the comments from Tom McClellan at the top of the show by any chance, at the top of the evening in the pregame show, about the depth and uh, and line matching and hear what Kopitar had to say about it? I, I did not, but, uh, you know, that was just foreshadowing, I guess, for such what a great showing they had today, of course. It, it really was. <laughs> um, that's exactly what it was. And I was so, so thrilled that uh, that I had wound up taking that clip because it uh, it proved prescient tonight. The uh, the Kings depth really getting it done. Kings win four to one. Jacob, unfortunately, I'm out of trivia questions tonight, but uh, please do call in at a future date and we will give you a, a chance to win tickets to an upcoming Kings game. We appreciate the call tonight, Jacob. Kings win four to one over the Vegas Golden Knights. Now the game was on TNT, so we don't have Todd McClellan's post game. Uh, comments to bring to you but cam talbot joined the panel on tnt and i hope i think i'm allowed to bring it to you now which are a big story but so is the man who's joining us right now cam talbot 37 saves on the night thanks for taking the time congrats on the win excellent game out there lee McHugh, paul Bazanette, anson carter we're all going to shut up now because there's a future hall of famer here <laughs> henrik lundquist and he's hijacking this entire interview thanks. so good to see you congrats great game great start to the season i just want to know like what are you most pleased with with your game right now you you look so solid out there um you know, 
For me, you know how it is. Like when you get to play behind a group like this, um, you're just trying to make that first save and, and calm things down. And like when you got a group like this in front of you, you know that if you do leave a second rebound or something like that out there, that they're going to clear it for you. So um, for me, just, um, you know, playing within myself, not trying to do too much, let the play come to me and uh, just react from there. So you're playing in your 11th year. I couldn't believe it. This is your seventh team. Is there anything you learned through that experience, being on so many different teams, coaches, systems? Um, you know, it just trying to pick up, uh, learning from different goalie coaches. Um, everyone's got different philosophies, stuff like that. No one's trying to change my game, obviously, at my age. But anytime you can kind of, like, add a tool to your toolbox kind of thing, it just makes you a better goaltender. So uh, it's just trying to constantly evolve. Um, the game's getting so much faster, so playing a little bit deeper, trying to get to my spots quicker. And, um, yeah, just taking it day by day and team by team. I mean, you're a veteran now, right? So is there anything that has changed for you since your early days in New York, how you approach the game, the importance of it, the, the love for the game? Is it the same, different? Yeah, the love for the game is definitely still there. Um, I don't think you continue to play into your late 30s and if you don't have that love and that passion still. So that's what drives me still. Uh, as soon as I lose that, you know, I'll be done. So um, for me, it's just coming to the rink every day, smile on your face, um, good work ethic, um, and just go out there and, and have fun, and that's what we're doing right now. Cam, it's Biz here. I'm going to hop in for one. Uh, I know you got to spend a little bit of time in New York with Hank. What were you able to learn with your time with him with the Hall of Famer? Honestly, just about coming to the rink every day and putting in the work. Um, you know, Hank was always one of the first guys on the ice doing quick feet with Benny and I and, and one of the last guys on the ice. And he would never leave the ice until, you know, he stopped pretty much every guy. And um, you, when you see a future Hall of Famer doing that, uh, it drives you to be better. And, uh, you know, like I said, just uh, that, that work ethic, that drive, that, um, that mentality that you just want to be the best every day, not only in practice, but in a game. So it, it drove me to be better and pushed me to be better. And, um, you know, I got to thank him for that. And uh, him and Benny were uh, huge influences on my career. Talbs, let's say, speaking of future Hall of Famers, you're playing with uh, Andre Kopitar, who scored his 400th tonight, and you're playing with Drew Doughty. What's it like playing behind those two future Hall of Fame hockey players? It's a lot of fun. Um, I heard you guys kind of talking before about how Kopi kind of drives his team and uh, how, you know, guys just follow him. Um, he's he's the leader of this group, and then you get Drew on the back end playing some of the best hockey in my mind of his career right now. He's uh, he's out there. He's steady. He's playing his usual 26, 27 minutes, and uh, it's just so much fun to play behind these guys instead of against them all like all those years. So uh, it's fun to be with them, and like you said, a couple Hall of Famers there too. So um, nothing like it, and just trying to enjoy it every day. Cam, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us. Congrats on the win. Great game tonight, Thanks. Cam. Uh, congrats. Congrats, Cam. That Thanks, was Cam guys, Talbot joining the TNT crew following the game. He talked about, uh, excuse me, Drew Doughty said playing those 25, 26 minutes as always tonight. 27 minutes, 35 seconds from Drew Doughty. Two shots on goal. Two minutes, 47 seconds on the power play. One minute, 38 seconds on the penalty kill. Two goals from the LA Kings power play tonight, uh, not allowing any power play goals against Phoenix, excuse me, Cam Talbot stopping 37 of 38 shots tonight for the LA Kings. Vegas 0 for 2 on the power play. They did out hit the LA Kings 15 to 11, and naturally the Vegas Golden Knights block a ton of shots. They blocked 28 shots tonight. Um, the Kings still managed to get 33 through, so the Kings just pouring shot attempts 
on the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. Last chance to get your questions and comments in 877-KINGS-20, 877-KINGS-20. If you want to give me your play of the game or player of the game, taking a final look at some of those stats. 4-1 to one, LA Kings over the Vegas Golden Knights. The LA Kings at all strengths with uh, 79 shot attempts for just 65 against, giving the Kings control of shot attempts by 54.86%, excuse me. Uh, shots on goal, Vegas actually outshot the Kings in shots on goal, 38 to 33, but that's why we pay more attention to shot attempts rather than shots on goal. Vegas obviously blocking a tremendous number of shot attempts by the LA Kings. Vegas Golden Knights actually had more high danger chances, 14-4, 10 against. And if you look at the heat maps, which you can find on Natural Stat Trick to show you where the shots are coming from, both teams actually did a pretty good job, I think, of keeping shots away from the slot. There were still some for both teams, but not a ton. A lot of shots coming from the perimeter. Both teams doing an excellent job. No surprise there. Both teams very good, obviously, based on their spot in the standings. Adrian Kempe, as we said, 13 shot attempts for the forward. Andre Kopitar, 10 himself. Another strong game for the captain, Andre Kopitar. And I do want to, again, single out Quentin Byfield. He did pick up an assist on Andre Kopitar's goal, the 400th of his career, maintaining his 75-point pace. But Quentin Byfield was out there getting things done, even on plays where he didn't get a point. Um, both of the first two goals, Quentin Byfield factored heavily into the play of the LA Kings. We talked uh, to John Hoven, the mayor, on this week's episode of All the Kings Men, and he echoed the thing that many people of us, many of us have been saying, which is that Quentin Byfield could have and probably should have more points than he has on the season. He is looking every bit the player that you would want him to be based on where he was taken second overall by the LA Kings. That is going to do it for this episode of Kings Talk. Final score tonight, your LA Kings 4, the Vegas Golden Knights 1. LA Kings Hockey returns to iHeartRadio tomorrow night when your LA Kings return home, finally, to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins at Crypto.com Arena. Pre-game show begins at 7 p.m. Pacific here on the LA Kings Audio Network. You've been listening to LA Kings Hockey. So for Nick Nixon, Daryl Evans, Tim, Nick, Joe, Eddie, Jennifer, Jacob, and our network producer, Jeff Cabot, I'm Jesse Cohen. Have a wonderful evening, Kings fans. We'll see you tomorrow. Shoots, hit the post, score on the rebound. You've been listening to Kings Talk along the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Follow the Kings all season long wherever you are. Downloading. With the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Download the iHeart app for free. And join us next time for the excitement of LA Kings hockey.